I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, and then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. Welcome to this podcast uh, episode, The Science of Gratitude. I had to learn this the hard way, um, this entire topic of gratitude the hard way. There was a point in time in my life where if you had said, uh, hey, there's this podcast on gratitude or a book on gratitude, um, I would have laughed you out of the room. Uh, you know, I was a Fortune 500 consultant. I was running a, a very large company with a huge team. Uh, you know, for me, everything was about results. Everything was about like, what do I do next? How do I do it? How do I do it better? How do I get it bigger? How do I get a bigger bottom line? How do I make more? And how do I build the business bigger? And I thought everything that you did in life had like a direct result, cause and effect. Like you do these things to make these things happen. And what it took me forever to realize was that some of the most important things we do have an indirect result. In fact, most of the keystone habits that we have in life have an indirect result. Most of the important keystone habits have an indirect result. Like, let me give you an example of a direct result. Um, you build the habit of working out because you have gained some weight and you want to get your BMI back in the right place and your body fat levels in the back, right in the back place and get more confident. And so you work out, you watch what you eat, and there's a direct result of losing weight. Now, but there's keystone habits that have indirect results. Like, for example, hydration. If you hydrate more, you'll stay healthier, you'll feel better. But what are some of the indirect results? Like, people tell me they start choosing better foods when they hydrate more. They start, um, they feel more mind-body connected. They see opportunity easier. It makes them, it makes it easier for them to understand what to do next. Like, those are indirect results. And many keystone habits have indirect results. You have to enter the practice for the purpose of improving, but without knowing the exact direct result you're going to get. And one of those is the practice of gratitude, of expressing what you're grateful for, of sharing what you're grateful for. I had to learn this the hard way, but doesn't it make sense like that people who express gratitude for what they care about, for what they have in their lives, that they, they respect, that they, they want more of, have more success, feel better, move in the right direction. You know, Wayne Dyer said, what you focus on expands. And the challenge for most entrepreneurs is that we focus on what's broken. We focus on what's not working. We focus on what's not happening, what we don't have yet, where we aren't yet. Which, and by the way, is a lot of the reason for our success. But we don't circle back and apply focus on what we really want, on what we already have in our lives that we want, on what matters to us. Because if we apply some focus, if we apply some attention to those places, they will expand. 
you know, I had to, to learn this one of the hardest ways possible. Um, in 2007, Katie and I went bankrupt. We owned a ton of property in South Florida, and the financial crisis completely wiped us out. Uh, millions of dollars in cash and equity. Not just equity, cash and equity. And, you know, I watched our entire fortune unravel. And uh, we went from making over six figures a month to literally having to walk into an attorney's office and, and have them tell us we were eligible to very publicly and embarrassingly and in a very dramatic way tell the whole world we were abject failures. We were eligible for bankruptcy. And there's this thing that happens when you go bankrupt where your property is no longer yours. Like you still have possession of it, but when you enter bankruptcy, you give everything up and then the court tells you what you can keep. They can tell you, they tell you what the disposition is of all your stuff. So you make an inventory and you hand it over. And Katie and I had gotten rid of almost everything. We knew what was going on. And we got to the point where we turned in our inventory. And the thing that mattered most to the trustee was my wife's wedding ring. And I remember the day where I had to take Katie's ring and drive it all over South Florida to different pawn shops so that they could give me a fire sale value. Like as I say it, I feel the acid rising in my chest. And uh, for those of you who watch those pawn shows on TV, those places are incredibly nice compared to real life. It's completely different. And I remember standing there as each person at a shop gave me some lowball number for my wife's ring and like wondering, how did I get here? I remember the morning that I asked her to give it to me and it was the first time she'd taken it off since we got married and there was a tear in her eye. Like I didn't even know what to say. I just left. And that was one of the hardest periods of my life I've ever been through. And Katie, who is often much wiser than I am, made us start sharing gratitude every night with each other. We had to say three things that we were, gra were grateful for every night. And I'll be honest with you, there were nights where she would say, okay, here's what I'm grateful for. And I would think like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to do this. It's like, I, you know, we were bankrupt. Things were terrible. Like there was, there was so many things to be frustrated and angry about. But because I love my wife, I listened to her and... I leaned in for, for this practice of sharing gratitudes. And here's what I realized after like a week of doing it. I remember laying in bed and doing it one night with her, just sharing three things I was grateful for. And I could almost feel the chemical shift in my body. And I remember thinking like, things are gonna get better. This is gonna get better. And, and each time we did that, I remember like thinking, we are going to get better. This is going to get better. And as a result, you know, I don't know that it was the practice of gratitude that did it, but I know that it helped. Katie and I were liquid millionaires within 12 months of declaring bankruptcy. We opened another business. We went out to help people. We pushed like crazy. We signed some of the right deals. We got some incredible partnerships and, and support along the way. And we were liquid millionaires within a year. And we, we had the 21st fastest growing company in the United States four years later. It was the first time that Inc. Magazine had ever had anybody in the top 25 fastest growing companies in the US that they knew had had a bankruptcy in their first year of eligibility. 
and uh, and we had so we went directly from bankruptcy to the Inc. 500 list, and every night we shared gratitudes. It became such a big part of what we were doing. I started doing research on it, and it's insane if you look at the science of gratitude. There are now countless studies and papers and, and research that has been done around gratitude. And those who, and now you have to like loop these all together because some of the studies were on gratitude journals. Some of the studies were on the expression of gratitude. Some of the studies were on people who were put in systems where they had to ex express gratitude. But all of the studies had one common element. It's the expression of gratitude. There's different vehicles, but it was the expression of gratitude. And so... This is what it improves, what gratitude improves, your physical health, your psychological health. It increases our tendency to be empathetic. It lowers our tendency to be aggressive. Every entrepreneur listening should hear what I just said. I'm going to say it again. When I read this study, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm doing gratitude every day. It increases our ability to be empathetic and reduces our tendency towards aggression. You know, one of the most important things as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, as someone who creates value in the world is empathy, is, is understanding where the other person's coming from. You know, you want to be the best negotiator, be empathetic, put yourself in the other person's shoes and see what they want. You want to be the best deal maker, be empathetic, be able to see the deal from the other person's side. So when I read that expressing gratitude increases empathy, I'm like, wait, that's a shortcut for success. It also helps you sleep better. It gives you better self-esteem and higher levels of mental strength. I mean, I didn't have to do more than a few months of research before I was building gratitude and the expression of gratitude into our business systems. Like we start meeting sometimes with an expression of gratitude. They, in every single one of our momentum planners, you know, we I, I built in that at the end of each day, everyone who uses our planner writes two things. What am I grateful for? And where did I win today? It's really two sides of the same question, but I figure if, if it can give us all of this, we should express as much gratitude as we can. And most of these surveys, most of the research was done around the expression of three items of gratitude a day. So I'm upped it to six. My, my clients do, what am I grateful for? And where did I win today? And I do it every single night. And you know what? The more I do it, the more things show up where I can't just write six, I have to keep writing more. Because what you focus on truly does expand. In fact, I built this into our lives. Um, every night at dinner, we do grateful for us, just like you do in some houses at Thanksgiving, we do it every night. And we have the kids say three things they're grateful for. And a lot of the times it's the same thing a few nights in a row, but we let them get away with it. And then we express gratitude as well. And Katie and I share what we're grateful for. And it changes how you look at things. It changes the conversation you have at dinner. It changes how you approach the dinner table. Each night when we tuck our daughters in, we have them do it one more time. We ask them for their besties. What were the three best things that happened that day? And they share them with us. And it just keeps them pointed in the right direction and positive about life. Like if expressing gratitude increases physical health, psychological health, increases empathy, reduces aggression, it improves sleep, improves self-esteem, and improves mental strength, then I want my kids to do it more than they need to. And, you know, if you haven't built this practice into your life in some way, I highly recommend you do because... 
while I understand if you are highly goal-oriented and driven like crazy like I am and always have been, it's difficult to see the direct effect but you can't argue with the science behind the research that's been done around gratitude. It's proven that this is one of the keystone habits that creates success, but the challenge is as evolutionary hunters, we have such a hard time slowing down enough to be grateful that we miss the connection that is how we get more of what we want. And as evolutionary hunters, we are so focused on deficit, on weakness, on what's wrong, on what's not happening, on what can we correct and what can we make better that we don't take the time to express what we want more of, which is the real game changer. So work this into your practice somewhere. Put it into your morning routine, in your, in your evening routine. Write down what you're grateful for. Write down where you won. Write down the best things that happened to you that day. Recognize what you want and let it expand. It is a complete game changer that will change your life. And uh, I just want to take a moment to express what I'm so grateful for. Um, my wife, Katie. You know, there's so many things in my life that I could bring up. My daughters, my family, my three sisters, uh, the incredible clients we have, the amazing team we have, the coaches and the consultants and, and people around us who help us do what we do. But for me, uh, if it all comes down to one thing, it's about Katie. And we met 14 years ago in a chance encounter in Tampa she was in a restaurant on a flight layover. She was actually a flight attendant for Southwest. I usually say stewardess, but like I know that's not the right thing to say. So it's flight attendant. And uh, I was in a restaurant with a friend of mine who worked with me. And we had just I just gotten off sh Home Shopping Network. I'd had a huge, huge record day at Home Shopping Network. And I met Katie. And um, we talked for a few hours that night. Uh, I had actually been on like a sabbatical from women. I had had some some really challenging experiences and decided I wasn't going to date until I found the right person. And I remember that night thinking how incredible she was and how amazing she was. And um, <laughs> when she left, I got her phone number and I called her back. And I remember I even told my mom how extraordinary she was and how like she might be the one. And then... It took her two weeks to call me back. I, had, I actually called twice. I don't think I'd ever called twice before that. But she finally called back, and uh, we ended up talking on the phone for about six weeks, and then she came out and visited me where I lived in Florida, and then she moved out two weeks later. And uh, that was 14 years ago. And if there's ever been anything that has elevated everything in my life for the better and really in so many ways made my life possible. It's my wife, Katie. And, uh, I just want to let you know, Katie, how grateful for I am for you and how much I love you and the company we run together and the family and the life that we've built together. And for all of you who are listening, happy Thanksgiving, enjoy the day, let those around you know what you're grateful for, recognize it with sincerity and watch it changed your life forever.